Welcome to the Guilty Pleasures podcast, the podcast where we sit down and chat to influential people about their quirky traits and questionable habits. Forget what you think you know, we're about to get into the nitty gritty of what makes people tick. Whether it's a secret Jedward obsession or putting milk into your tea first, get strapped in lads, we're about to find out. We're your hosts, I'm Maxine and I'm Katie. So this week's guest is podcaster, video creator, and the man behind the podcast, Podge Henry. Podge, you're so welcome to the podcast. How are you? Oh, thanks so much for having me. I'm, I'm good. How are you? Great. We're top yeah. class. Now you're on with this, Podge. <laughs> how, how, what are your intros like? Are you, are you, because that was, that was pretty good. That was pretty, like, I've yet to be able to introduce anyone flawlessly. It's my worst trait. I can't do it. We do write it down beforehand. <laughs> so, oh, we're giving away our treats, trade secrets, but like... <laughs> See, so do I, but I still can't get it. Like I'm still like, and next to bet he's a he's a and and, uh, and when they're sitting in front of me, they're just kind of like, what are you? And then, what we know about your podcast is that you're always like, I've done this introduction four times. Like I was watching some of your videos earlier, and you were like, I have done this four times. <laughs> so at least you play into it, like it works for you. I it, it, well, like it has to because a year and a half later, you'd think I'd get it, but but <laughs> just every time Shane, the producer, just like just he's like, oh, for, for God's, I actually don't know. I, you could just pass it as a branding thing at this point. It's just like, oh, it's just my brand. <laughs> yeah, yeah it's, it's just part. I actually can do it if I wanted to. It's just it's the personality you know, trait. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like <laughs> yeah. when people say when people say they're small. It's like that's my personality trait. It's, it's not really a personality trait. It's <laughs> height. <laughs> And yours Absolutely. is you can't do it in the trait. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But yeah, speaking of your podcast, you started in 2019, so and Joe, you've had great success with it and really amazing guests and really interesting chats. So kind of what did you what made made you decide to start and like how did it start off for you? I just love attention uh, so much. <laughs> and I just every platform I could get it on, I was like just whatever. Um starting like a, a, a Pornhub account soon enough just because honestly every platform I can get onto you're I was you're already an OnlyFans I'm assuming <laughs> I see the issue with OnlyFans is people have to subscribe to that I'm just afraid they won't <laughs> um no I, I I was making content I was making videos and stuff like I always wanted to be a YouTuber and that was always kind of like the long-term goal uh, not, not the goal but the dream I guess and then I got into making videos when I finished college and, and now I knew like there was a lot of effort into like video creation because we done it as part of college, but I just, I'd make a video like very sporadically. And then I found I was actually getting like some freelance work into, as opposed to actually doing my own videos. And I had to get a mic for a voiceover for the freelance work. And someone, one of my friends, I think his name was, I think it was Carl, a friend of mine, suggested the podcast. Um, and I just thought it was really funny. And then I said, you know what, I'll give it a shot. Because at the time, I think podcasts were just starting to like become really, really popular in Ireland. Like, you know, you had Blind Boy, I think Two Johnnies, Darren Gary had started hers. And these are like the big kind of players. And I got a mic for a voiceover. So I decided to do one or two podcasts. And, and I, I enjoyed them. I found them like quite much easier to do in terms of, of sh- shooting and editing a video. And it was just kind of me talking. And then I had a friend, James Kavanagh, who's, who's a friend of mine, he agreed to come on to the podcast as like the first guest and I was like amazing like that's like such an unbelievable first guest and I didn't really know him at the time either so I was I was like whoa and then when he came on I, I really enjoyed chatting to someone else I realized that I kind of like being a host as opposed to like the center of attention mm-hmm. um, and then I just started get, getting guests on and, and unfortunately it was going kind of well and then like I took like a break a hiatus on on 
I suppose, unscheduled. And then I came back to it and then I took another one and then I came back to it and then I took another one. There's a pattern here. You can see it just yeah. kind of you know, <laughs> recurring. And then I actually, I got a co-host, Donald, for a while because, you know, when you're, when I start now, like people would have maybe agreed to come onto the podcast um, or got back to me and then between the jigs and the reels, whether they, you know, weren't able to or couldn't fully commit, like I'd have last minute cancellations. And then when you don't have a guest, it's kind of like, what do I do? Um, so I got a co-host for a while and that, that was good. But again, that was very sporadic. And then lo- lockdown hit in last year and I was just like, right, I can stay at home and, and just watch Netflix and, and keep doing what I was doing every couple of weeks. Or I can do, as we were talking before we started here, that people were at home and, and there wasn't much going on. Like there was no like shooting of anything. There was no one making any video content or anything like that outside their own home because they couldn't. So I was like, this is the only opportunity I'll have to really kind of go weekly and get back into the flow of things. And thankfully I did. I, I, I sort of picked it up. Don't left and I panicked. So when Don't left and I, I sort of panicked, I was like, I have to just get a podcast out each, each week, um, which was kind of a blessing in disguise. And uh, yeah, I just started people on and started to grow. And then I kind of, I suppose it's, it's just gone from there um, and, and still still going now. It's grown very, very small. It's, it's, <laughs> I would say. It's which? It's growing legs, like. <laughs> it, it is. It's it's growing legs. It still has to walk. It's crawling, but you know it's getting there. But yeah, no. So 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 it's, it's like I just kind of realized how much I enjoy hosting and, and kind of being having other people on and be, them being the center of attention. I actually listened to Graham Norton on on Brian Boy's podcast, and it was really really good. And he said one of the things he loves doing, you know, when you're the host, people are, are going onto your show or, or listening to your podcast, and that's fine. But you like you're not the center of attention. They're listening for that person, and, and you either like doing that or you don't. And, and, you know, I, I like doing that. I like having other, someone else talking and, and, you know, me steering the conversation as opposed to all the pressure. I'm really afraid of being cancelled. So I just prefer if they, you know, if they do the talking. Uh, so, yeah, that's so it's still going on. And obviously, it's nice to have that kind of little, you know, pursuit. Like, I don't, I don't want to say dream or anything like that, but it's nice having that going on the side as well as working. Yeah. Well, you seem to be really good at, like, bouncing off people. And, like, we were watching... We, you don't do things by halves for a start like we were watching a number of your videos like the Jameson when you were trying to enter in for the Jameson experience me and Maxine were just like what you're just top <laughs> notch like even your first few YouTube videos as well they were just, just so high quality you were talking to yourself in it like you know they were just really really top class well that's just because that's like I don't, don't, don't have many friends so after a couple of years of doing that you really just get used to uh, like imagining yourself in, on the yeah. other side <laughs> but I, I, I think that goes back to like I was um like I, I would put a lot of effort into it and thank you very much for, for noticing that. But it just takes so long to, to do as well. Um, and, and I have a very bad attention span. So that doesn't work out great. Unless I'm like really getting into, if I get into something like I can go it for hours without realizing where the time's gone, but it takes, it takes a lot for me to kind of get into that. So the videos were just taking up far too much time. And I think I was just really lazy. Like I'm, I'm making excuses, but I think I was just really, really lazy because I had nothing to do. I was working from like 10 to four and I'd go home and I actually don't know what I did for the rest of the day. So in hindsight, I'm just really lazy. <laughs> Or just a normal person in their 20s, because Jesus, we can compare. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Fair. I got off made tea today. Day. <laughs> I, did, I actually, I got braces like last Monday. So I'm struggling to like all week. I've just been like, have you, have you had braces? You've got pretty straight teeth. No, no, I not me. <laughs> you oh, well, I'm so- oh, well, I'm sorry. <laughs> no, we're actually perfect. Uh, sorry. 
so I got braces, so like it just it rips the inside of your mouth. So it's really like it just keeps like ripping my jaw. So I've loads of blisters in there. So my week that's great for doing a podcast and chatting all day. That yeah. must be very torturous it, it, it them. It, it like it's weird because like my my voice hasn't changed that much, but I am slurring my words a bit more. So I have to be much more precise um, with, with how I speak. But as I said, like I, I tend to not try and not speak as much on the podcast as, as the guest. So luckily that that's well, thing about slurring your speech, like we wouldn't notice that now at all. Like it's probably just something that you'd notice yourself because, you know, you'd notice things about yourself the most. Yeah, and, and my mother as well. My mother won't shut up about it. All right. <laughs> Mother's there for I suppose. Yeah. <laughs> but um, I actually, yeah, I saw the video you put up as well um, or the sketch you put up when you were getting your braces <laughs> about going into the studio to do a track. Like that was so funny. Like how would you even come up with that like or just your sketches in general what's the kind of thought process or what's the process behind think, it if you have one I don't I, yeah I don't think there is one I think when I put a, th- a thought process into it then they they become the worst videos uh, or, the, or the worst sketches and something that I've noticed myself I have to get it done ASAP and put it up otherwise what will happen is I watch it and I want it to do something else or I want to add something else into it and then like when I do put it up and like, I might think, oh, okay, that's really funny. But then I look back on it a few weeks later and it was far too, it was like maybe too complicated or there was too much into it. Or, or I kind of, I think, I think the uh, spontaneity is most of my viral videos, certainly from like a TikTok perspective, it, it was all this like spontaneous ones that were sort of made on a whim yeah. because I don't really have time to think about it. I don't really have time to second guess myself because I'm very, I'm someone like, I'm a huge critic of myself. I'm also my biggest fan, so that's okay. But I'm also <laughs> a, massive, a massive critic. Balance. So I think, I, th- and I think that's like a common thing with, with a lot of people. That, you know, there's some people who are just really, like they make incredible sketches and it's so well thought out because they're really, really like intelligently fu- funny. Whereas I'm just a bit of an idiot. So I think, you know, the, the funniest videos I make are the ones that are just done straight away. So when I was going in, I was, I was like talking to one of my friends and he was like, oh, you're about to get train tracks. And then I was like, ah, track a beat and then I just like oh, I gotta go man and I hung up and I was like ah, hey guys I'm about to the more the more I let myself be stupid I guess or, or kind of be goofy I, I think that's where the kind of the, the better the better videos come out of okay. yeah because you've gone viral a few times like you've gotten a lot of media attention as well like even your late late show one everyone was loving that like do you have a favorite one do you think or was there anyone that you didn't expect to take off the way it did um what I that's yeah I Good question. I think the one, I think my biggest video on, on TikTok is definitely um, the one of my sister where it's like things in my Irish home. Oh, yeah. And that, I, I really didn't expect that to blow up as much as it did. Like that got, I think, like 3 million views or something mad like that. Um, I, I think probably my, my favourite would either be the one where I whack my head off, off the, the floor, the door frame. Yeah. So that's probably my, my, my favourite one. Um, fun fact, actually, I didn't. I tried to retake that three or four times, but the the take that I actually uploaded, I didn't actually hit my head. That's just my feet hitting the ground. Uh, so there's an inside tray for you. Were the first two you hitting your head? Yeah, or yeah, they're, they're <laughs> actually like I did, I did, I did so feel. Yeah, yeah, like, that's I, like, <laughs> I was like, yeah, I, I like it's a, it's a funny video, but like, I don't know if it's worth me, you know, using my VHI to go into hospital and get some sort of operation. Oh, grievous uh, bodily harm. <laughs> maybe that, or I think, like, on a more personal note, I guess, like my brother's wedding speech, I put that on YouTube, and I think that was yeah. that was obviously not on a whim. There was months of planning in that, but I think 
just like there was a lot of sentiment behind this and and I think that that came out um that was probably the, the biggest planned thing that really really paid off um because there was so yeah. much involved in it and you've always had that like, kind of emotional aspect in it too you know and, you know got people crying mm. and you know mm. all that kind of jazz so yeah. probably so either me whacking my head or my brother's wedding either <laughs> <laughs> like the effort that went into the like level pig and you got a shout out on Good Morning Britain and everything like it was stellar like attention you got from it it was amazing and it was such a good video like I actually could not get over it I was like you like if I was the best man I would be livid at you because the bar was set so high after the video I'd yeah, say there I, isn't a bad awfully that's like good god <laughs> I think it's, it's funny because my brother is like the polar opposite like my brother I think his speech was probably like a record time he's not the one at all <laughs> for, for, for like the limelight so you know i was like haha it's your wedding but it's my time to shine <laughs> i'm so <laughs> and i went, went on to do it but yeah that, that one like there was a lot because i didn't want to i don't know why i i i felt like and even he said he would have been a little disappointed if there wasn't some sort of a video and um, for the wedding and then i just had that idea in my head for months i, I went to america that summer and he asked me to be best man. I think it was the, the April or May. And we went to America in June. And like all through the summer, that was just constantly playing in my head. And the entire summer was me coming up with ideas for, for, for this video. So yeah, that was, that only took, like it took about a week to shoot. And, and I spent a day editing, which I really, like, I mean, I, I, I pulled an all night the night, the oh night before God. I went to um, edit wow. it. And I remember it was like seven, it was like 8 a.m. And I was like, okay, I'm, I'm finished. I can go to bed. You know, I'll get up in at least three hours and then, you know, I'll be in a rush, but I'll have some sleep. And just I went to go to sleep. My brother was like, get up, get up. We have to drive to Clara to get this. And I was like, oh, for the love of God. <laughs> um, but yeah, that, that, that's where I got all the, the kind of, I got video work as well after that. So that one really like had a, I guess a lot came from that afterwards. And then like I started the podcast. So that was probably the thing that I think kickstarted everything. Hmm. Who are the people in the video? Yeah, the, there's the, so many people. Yeah. Obviously. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, you, have you ever heard of Yes Theory? No. What's that? No. So they're a YouTube. I, I I haven't watched them in years. They're a YouTube channel, and they're all about like you know positive vibes. And they have a really big community on Facebook, and like their videos are really good. But it's a very um interactive community. Like when someone writes something in, like everyone you know gets involved. Hmm. So I just put up a post on on this. I put up a post on their page. Just been like, hi guys, I'm doing something for my brother's wedding. Um, explained briefly what it was and asked if anyone want to get involved. And like 50 or 60 people got back to me. And some people really went like above and beyond for me. And I was like, that's really, really nice. Like, thank you very much. Mm-hmm. And, and yes, so so then, uh, so they were really, really, really helpful. Um, and that's where all the, all the random people came out of. And then the, the last part is is all the family and, and people who are close to Polish and Aid. But that actually, the Independent put it on their on their Facebook page. But they only put the part of me running around and, the, you know, everyone saying congratulations, Polish and Aid. And they didn't put the second half of it up. So like all the independence comments are just like, um, can, can I curse? Can I, if, if it's for the... Oh yeah, no. no. <laughs> so all the independence comments are like, what a selfish bastard using this to, to, to uh, using this for his own limelight. Nothing here done for the bride and groom, just his, uh, just selfish and, and, and um, one of them was like egocentric maniac or something like that. And I was like, you don't no. see the rest of the video. It's pretty no. cute. I got, uh, <laughs> That's brilliant. You should change your Twitter handle to egocentric maniac. <laughs> 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 so good. 
that that would look really. Hey guys, would you would you want to come on a podcast with me at Egocentric Media? <laughs> oh well, no, brilliant. And like off the back of it, did a lot of stuff start happening for you? Yeah, so like I think that's like that's where I got like a few a few of of the I guess the freelance work, which was great. And then from that, I had to get the, the mic for like the voiceovers, and then I really hated doing the freelance work. I think it was just because um you're, you're doing trying to create something and people are telling you exactly what they want, which is fair. Like they're paying you, can't really argue with them, you know. But it, it's difficult because you lose a lot of motivation and because of you know me I find it very difficult to concentrate certainly when I'm doing something for someone that I don't particularly want to do and unfortunately I'm not that driven by money so I can't be like this is for the money which, which I kind of wish I was but look so I, I kind of got sick of the freelance work and then that's when I started kind of doing the podcast and even though like, I don't really make videos that anymore I still obviously do a bit of video editing for the podcast uh, so I kind of keep, keep that up to date or even do a bit of editing for TikTok and actually yeah sorry TikTok came around then once, once I was doing the podcast and I'm really, really, my biggest regret is a year before I joined TikTok, one of my best friends from college said, oh man, like download TikTok. It's, it was the most downloaded app in 2018. Like he's big into like his tech and all that, you know, <laughs> business and real life stuff. And um, he was like, oh yeah, like download this app. It's, it's, it's amazing. And I downloaded it and I, op- like I opened it up and it was just like teens miming songs. Uh, and I was like, I don't really want to go to prison. So I would prefer not to be on this. And he said, honestly, you should like make videos for it. It's like kind of like Vine. It's going to be like Vine. And I was like, it's not, it's not, it's not. And a year later, um, it, it's as big as it was. So I think that's a huge regret of mine. But like, I feel like it would have been creepy if I kept and I'd start making, because there was no one my age on it. So it would have just been like, and there was no one between the ages of like 18 to 22. And I was like 23. So it would have been like 16 year olds and just me. So I, I'm kind of glad I wasn't on it. But I obviously could have grown a lot more, I guess. Yeah, but I suppose like with the TikToks and stuff like that, and obviously you're doing loads of interviews with the podcast now as well. Would you ever get nervous? Like you do so much, but do you ever get nervous doing it? All the time. And that's, a, that's like, I get asked that a good bit. I'm much more comfortable doing them. Uh, and I don't, I would have always felt nervous definitely in the lead up to them. But, but I still do get nervous on, on the podcast. I was still nervous coming on this. I still do get, get very nervous. But I don't think I'd like to be overly comfortable or confident because because i'd probably just come across as a dick um mm. so like i like i like being nervous but uh, yeah I, I still like you obviously get more used to it and i think like i'm improving in this if you were to listen back to my first podcast or even my first interview with with um james and you can hear me speak really really i was actually only listening to it the other day uh, you can hear myself uh, for re- for like an actual reason i wasn't just going back listening to my own podcast to you know put, put myself to sleep <laughs> egocentric maniac <laughs> And, and like I was speaking very, very fast and like you couldn't really understand what I was saying a good bit. So like, I like that listening back and knowing that I'm improving, but I still do get get very, very nervous when people come on. And like, do you get nervous when you've like guests on? See, there's two of it. That was going to be my next thing I was going to say to you because there's like two of us. So we kind of take half the burden each, you know, it wasn't, I was going to ask you, like, were you really scared when you started the podcast? You know, you're always worried that everyone in town is like, look at your one, do you know? But like, yeah, yeah. how did you get over that? Because for me, Maxine is kind of easier because there is two of us in it. And, you know, it's not as, I suppose, we, we kind of share the... the whole time. Like, we're just yeah. like, oh no, it's going to be so bad. You're like, no, it's fine, it's fine, it's all good. We're good. No, it's grand, it's grand, it's grand. Like, we both swap roles. Like, one of us, what are we doing? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, how like, did you like manage? I that that was exactly it. I was kind of like, oh no. I remember when I put up my first one, and and the weird thing is, like, I get that nervous more now than when I first put up my first podcast. But listening back, my first podcast is quite cringe, and I don't even know if it's cringe because of what I say. I just 
listening back on it, I remember like I would say something, I'd go back and then re-say it. Like it was very, not so much scripted more so than just like, like very edited. Okay. Yeah, or, or, or like redone. Um, so a lot of it wasn't just like natural conversation. Yeah. I remember like, that is, that is absolutely awful. Why did I put, my, why did I put that out there? And I, th- I think it was because a lot of people had shared it on their stories. Do you know that? Like when you put some people like, oh, go listen to my friend's new podcast. Yeah. And I was like, thank you so much. <laughs> uh, and then, yes, so I, I, I did, like there's more of that now, I, I think. But then it's, it's different because I have a guest too. So I think when I have a guest, it's, it's a lot less. Um, I, I'm still nervous when I say like some stories, like I might say like some, you know, awkward coming of age stories and I'm like I hope no one messages me about that uh, or I hope my mom just doesn't listen to that but but not not anymore I don't think I think I've gotten to an age too where that maybe caring of other people's opinions is down as I wouldn't say it's completely gone it's never going to be completely gone but like when I was 16 17 like I used to make vines vine was like the first place I made video content and, and I think I was like in the top five most followed viners in Ireland but I, I only had like 2,000. So that wasn't, wasn't a big brag, do you, know, do you know, in comparison to like what TikTok or anything like that might be. But I never told anyone because I was far too afraid if someone found them. And then I remember my first year of college, one of the lads found them and I panicked and deleted the entire page just because of fear of like, you know, judge. but I think as I got older, like that's gone. And it's something that like, I wish I would have learned. And like, you see a lot of people who make these videos that might be cringy. They might be, you know, not your cup of tea, but they get a lot out of it in terms of like, you know, their career goal or what they want to do. And you're like, oh, geez, I wish I had had that mindset. So I think now I'm at that age where I don't try, try to not care too much about that. Otherwise I won't do what it is that I want to do. And, and like you hear like anyone, like Graham Norton would be like my ideal, he'd be my icon. But to get to where he is, you listen to his story and he had done loads of like, you know, goofy or silly things and stuff like that. So there's always that like bit that you forget to look at when you're looking at like your icon or the job that you want. You forget to like look at what has to come before at first. So I think that's the kind of mindset, I guess, I'm trying to to get into now. I feel like it's the kind of same with anything really that you're doing. Like even for me at work, like I'd look back on something I did months and months ago and I'm like, oh my God, that's so bad. How did anyone, you know, accept this as <laughs> something acceptable to put out or whatever it is. And um but it is grand, like it's just, you just kind of get better and that's why you kind of notice more mistakes or more, notice something's more cringy, for example. There's a lot of people like, uh, I had, um, do you know Andrea and Lewis? They're, they're Irish. Yes, yeah, 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 yeah. So I, like, I went to college with, with Andrea and Lewis and, and I mean, their content is is cringy. Like I, I've, 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 I've talked to them, I'm friends with them, I've said that to them. Their, con- their content is very, very cringy, but like, it's it's they like the content and there's obviously clearly considering how many followers they have there's so many people who do like that so so i think like you're always going to find people who there's always going to be people who don't like the content and then there's always going to be people who like judge you for the content too and no matter how much you try to you know make content to please everyone you're not going to so yeah i always think it's harder in ireland because you know everyone you know it's so small and you feel a bit more like i don't know with the podcast and telling stories you feel oh jesus can i say that because like people will know who you're on about like there is way less than six degrees of separation in ireland so like yeah. you ever like hold yourself back um funny enough there's a few stories i would have hold myself back the only person and and I, I've always held myself back for it was probably my mother i'm just always afraid like we, my mother's amazing like she's like the best person in the world and has, has literally like done so much for, in order for me to have such an incredible life that I have had but she's very um 
the, the only thing about it, it, it's what's the <laughs> case you hear is this the best way to describe it we're, we're very different in terms of like maybe like our, our opinions or like even like our, our you know what we find funny our, our humor um, and she hates vulgarity she hates anything that's like rude so every time I tell a story that's always in the back of my head it's like mom's not gonna like this don't tell that story so I think that's the only time I ever really hold myself back or if it's something that I know like this could also be an issue <laughs> in a couple of years time so maybe <laughs> just cons- just you know have a breather think about what you think uh, and maybe revisit it you mentioned Graham Norton there so like is that your end goal because I know you've said previously you want to do like, do you want to stick down the podcasting route? Like, obviously, it's going to be broadcasting for you, but what's the end goal? I don't know. I, I, I don't think... Yeah, I, I think, like, uh, Graham Norton, if I, if I someone said, what's your dream job? I don't know. Like, obviously, the Graham Norton show wouldn't be my dream job because, like, I'm not Graham Norton. It'd be really weird, the Graham Norton show hosted by Podge Henry. You know, it just doesn't, <laughs> doesn't, have, it doesn't have the same ring to it. Uh, but that format, like, he's what I would consider the pinnacle of, of a talk show host. I think he's, he's by far the, the best in the world. Um, and like even like in, in our own like Emma Lyle, John, Ryan Turbley, the late show is great. But yeah, I, I've always wanted something like that because I don't, I, I, I just don't like the idea of weird enough being the centre of attention. I like to be the one hosting. Um, and it's something that I think has always been in my family. Like my mom loves hosting parties and, and so does my sister. And it's just something that kind of is natural to me. So I think that would be like the podcast is definitely something I enjoy doing and it is my own. Would I do it forever? I don't know. I think I'd have to, have to see, but yeah, I definitely love, like if I had a dream goal or a dream job, it would be something like of hosting some sort of show, uh, a talk show type thing. I was just going to say, obviously, like you have all this interest in content creation and like you've an interest in, you know, hosting and stuff like that. But other than that and making TikToks and podcasts, like have you any random hobbies that are less well known or not expected? Oh, I didn't expect this. <laughs> oh God. Uh, <laughs> You caught in the hop here, Matthew. Oh God! Let me just pull out my sheet. <laughs> you meant it to think? Yeah, like, like I, I, I like to try my hand at everything. Um, which, like, I, I, I would, I tell you what, I'd love to be someone who is like really focused at a hobby. Do you know, some people who are like good at pottery or something, and like they're just really good at it because they just kept at it. Whereas I try something once, and like I might do something minimalistic and go, oh, amazing, and then like run off to the next thing. Um, <laughs> But yeah, I, I enjoy, I, I, I enjoy like playing the guitar and stuff. I think when I was younger, I, I used to have like a quite a musical family and I really enjoyed doing that as, I guess, an escape. I've recently tried my hand at reading, but uh, the dyslexia does not help that. Um, and that doesn't really seem to be getting much better. And I'm 25. So I'm pretty sure at this stage, I need to write that one off. Uh, I think that's just not, <laughs> not going to happen. Uh, do you know what's actually it's not even a hobby it's not a hobby like it's more of an addiction tinder it's it's bad it's bad it's, it's really bad it comes they're just like really bad, like tinder stories or anything like that like bad ones. i'm asleep and i'm just like it's like sweeping right in my sleep would um, you be a good man for the tinder not even like i'm not one to like chat or i'm not one to like meet up i'm just again egocentric maniac just yes we matched next yes uh, I don't know. I, I haven't had any, not really any, any, any bad Tinder stories. Um, thankfully, like I, I've actually, I think that the first time I ever met up with anyone from Tinder was like just after lockdown because like there was nowhere else I was going to meet people. Um, mm-hmm. You know, so, so and, and, oddly enough, it was quite nice to put yourself out there. there there's such a taboo around like online dating especially in ireland like you hear in like spain and stuff like that it, it is what they use all the time whereas in ireland 
you know, you met them online, Jesus Christ, what's wrong with you? <laughs> <laughs> I think it's kind of changing though. Like I know a couple of my friends yeah. that are like with their fellas like years and years and they met on Tinder. So it is changing. Yeah, I, I think it is. I like it. So I, I've had a few, I've had a few meetups and I haven't, I, I'm, I'm not one to let awkwardness like steep into a situation. Mm-hmm. So even if it does get awkward, I might notice because I just try to fill the gap with like meaningless conversation. So, so I don't think, I think I've heard stories of people going on dates and like it just being completely awkward for the entire thing and completely quiet. And then at the end of the date, they're like, oh, that was great. Will we do it again? Like, no, just definitely not. <laughs> um, like the Lonely Hearts Club here. <laughs> yeah. So, so I, I haven't had any, any um, um, meetup, but like I had a few, like a few but like not, not too many. And thankfully I've, I've had no, no um, horror stories yet. Anyways, touch wood, Jesus. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We'll probably all be forced into it when lockdown is uh, over. Have you had any horror stories, Tinder-wise? Mm, not horror stories. Like, I've, I've definitely had one where I'm like, I need to leave. But it wasn't even bad. It was just like, it was, I don't know. I'm obsessed with like animals and dogs. And I just love them. I remember your man was just like, oh, I just don't really like animals. Or I don't really like dogs. Don't really like animals. And I was just like, I was really hung over that day. Dad, and I was like, um... I, I couldn't even make it a proper excuse. I was just like, jo, I actually haven't eaten since like last night, so I'm going to go home and have my dinner. <laughs> and I just I'm, that's a, that's, gross. <laughs> that's grand though. Like it's better than like, you know, leaving. Um, or, or, or like Jumping out the window, up. yeah. It's, <laughs> I mean, that that would have been that much. I, but it went so awkward after. I was just like, oh, right, okay. Yeah, like I literally couldn't even, I, I couldn't even try anymore. I was just like, I need to leave. <laughs> Getting rid of, like, not like a dog, is a, not like an animal, it's a serious red flag. Serious red flag. Yeah, like even if they didn't, they shouldn't say it. I actually had a match on Tinder just as I. Uh, oh, wow. <laughs> that's very <laughs> weird. Versus <laughs> replying. <laughs> I mean, yeah. one match in two days, I wouldn't be going overly too, wouldn't be going over too, too ecstatic. <laughs> With your I've run out of people, so fair play to you for yeah. still having people on the go. <clears throat> Have you reset that's... yet or anything? Done a reset? Oh, like twice, I think. Because I, like, I don't actually do, like I do, like I, I've talked to like a few, of course, but I wouldn't be like, like I don't talk to that much, and it's just, it's just, yeah, um, you don't like it's that mindless swiping. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Um, yeah. You know, like especially there, like in, during the summer, like I'd literally just be at home doing nothing, and I'd be like, oh yeah, I'll just go. Like it's just like something to do. Yeah. <laughs> just something to like keep, keep you occupied. That's exactly yeah. it. Yeah. I mean, at first it was Tinder, but now I'm on Among Us, so I'll probably go back to Tinder now after a while. I actually never got into the, the the Among Us buzz. I tr- I tried, but I just I, I can't I can't really get into. I, I want like I know it doesn't make any it makes no sense because I want to get off my phone more. But like Tinder's just as bad. Like it's it's yeah, on my yeah. phone. Like, no difference whatsoever. Um, but I actually enjoy I enjoyed cleaning weirdly enough in terms of like hobbies. Um, like I really really like cleaning. I just find it very therapeutic. Mm. And and like, like Mrs. Hinch. Like, yeah, yeah. Actually, I've I've only heard of Mrs. Hinch recently, but that kind of vibe, that kind of you know mentality. You must I actually had a housemate, so. <laughs> yeah, it's actually my house. My house is lovely, but like all my housemates are really really clean, which is great. But the reason we got the house was because I'm very I wouldn't even say particular about my bathroom, but the idea of sharing with <laughs> like four, especially lads, um, a bathroom is probably my biggest nightmare. So. When I'm when I moved up when I moved into a house in Dublin, I was like I want to live with friends, but the only way I'm going to get like an ensuite is either a I 
like look up and daft at a like you know en suite room but i'll be living with randomers or b i actually go find the house and then obviously i get first preference so that's that's how i end up getting like my room but thankfully the rest of the house are really really clean but i was actually talking about um <laughs> when i was in third year college and um, we my roommates like i knew them one lad i didn't know but he was lovely absolutely nicest guy in the world but it just wasn't the cleanest and i remember like you know, he, and he, tr- he tried as well. It's just like, just wasn't, you know, I think it was just, I think I have a bit of OCD, to be honest. And I'd be like, oh, smidge, that's not clean. <laughs> and then like, you know, oh, this was touching the plate, so let's just wash them all and then take them out. Um, and then I, I think I came home one night and um, might have been a bit drunk. I'm not too sure. Yeah, I think I definitely was. And <laughs> I was like, hey, man, you know what? Let me just do your dishes for the rest of the year. I said, let me, let me do them. And then he was like, no, no, you're fine. I said, no, let me, like, let me do them. And then for the rest of the year, I, uh, I had done his issues. But I actually enjoyed it because like, he wasn't, like, he was eating, like, you know, pizzas and, and cereal. You know, it, it was, he was a very stable college diet. So it's not as if I was, like, cleaning 17 pounds every day. But I'd I really... be he, like, owed you back in some weird kind of way now. Like, you come back in years' time, you're like, oh, remember all those dishes I did for you? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Hey, uh, I've been charged in about 20 years. But remember that time that... Uh... <laughs> you owe uh, me your firstborn child. <laughs> <laughs> yeah like i i don't know i, I just re- re- really enjoy it I, I i think i think it's just a particular about it too like there's nothing worse than when you see uh something that's just not cleaned right and you're like oh and then you're kind of like now i'm gonna go back and do that so i i just i, I got enjoyment out of it that was mm. my pleasure mm, that's not good <laughs> But it's a guilty yeah, pleasure. A nervous habit. It is a guilty pleasure. It is a guilty yeah. pleasure. There you go. There you go. <laughs> and like, it seems like a bit of an impulse. So like, do you have any other like impulses, say? I do have, like, I'm locked down. I've been very impulsive. I actually have like, let's see if I can do it now. Where's, where's my, oh. oh I'd say wish is your best friend, wish.com. <laughs> <laughs> like, I've been like. Oh, wow. Oh, wow. This is oh my God, a discotheque. <laughs> oh my district I'm crying at the I've <laughs> gone into liquidation wow I actually have a DJ booth in there too wow so this is like stupid impulse by I have a little kind of like spinner lava lamp I have, I, have a, I have a light that changes colour with my phone I'm honestly wow. like a 14 year old I'm actually you know like on TikTok and like obviously everyone has the LED lights who's under yes. the age of mm. like you know yeah. so I bought two sets of them because one wasn't enough and <laughs> And like my room, not so much my room up up in Dublin. Like it's quite nice, quite you know, vibey. Uh, <laughs> am I swimming? Who knows? <laughs> and, um, it's like an aquarium. I was about to say. Yeah, <laughs> um, and yeah, so 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 I bought like my room at home. It's it's I actually do really really like it. It's it's very like a, like I'm very nostalgic. So I have photos. All my entire room's plastered in like photos that are printed out, and then like I've like the LED lights that go around the whole thing, and I have like three of the you know, the smart bulbs that can change mm-hmm. colour. And, you know, I'm 25. So, <laughs> uh, like that, I'm really impulsive when I see stuff like that to buy. I bought, like, you know, like a MIDI board. It's like for making music. And it costs like 200 euro. And I've oh used it, I think, once. Uh, <laughs> so I am, I'm literally, I'm the, I'm, I'm like a marketeer's dream, which is really mm. ironic because I work in marketing, but I am their dream. I'm like, oh my God, look at that. That's pretty. <laughs> Bye. <laughs> Well, speaking of music, is there any guilty pleasures, music interests you have, considering you bought the little keyboard? I do. I I live, I don't know if it's, 
I, I have guilty pleasures, but I don't want to call them guilty pleasures. They shouldn't be. That's the thing I hate about music. I hate being like, it's a guilty pleasure. James, why, yeah. why can't you just like it? I live, like my housemate, Ryan, he's big and huge into his music and really knowledgeable about music. They just wouldn't be a big pop fan or a Dermot Kennedy fan. And then like, you know, and I would. And then he'd be like, mm. oh, I hate that shit. I'd be like, oh yeah, man, shit. <laughs> 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 so no, I, I, in terms of guilty pleasure I really like musical ballads like like Dear Evan Hansen I listen to that on repeat for I think all of September most of October to the point where he was number two on my top listen to artists of, of 2020 and I only like listened to, to the album so like I really like musical ballads or of course like cheesy songs yeah I can I think- imagine you being in your aquarium there getting in your field Oh, that's, that's, that was my yeah. workout. That was my workout. Like, I'd be okay. running down Kimmage, be like, waving through a window. I was actually, I was running down one day and uh, I was listening to Four Forever, uh, track three. And uh, there's, uh, there's a read, it's a read like, you know, uh, what's this? It's like a really kind of like, you know, love song, like two bro- brothers, well, like they're, they're friends and, and like, you know, how they're best friends. And that's the whole, what the whole song is about. And uh I was running down I was like four forever four forever and I just turned to my right and there's these like three young lads who were just coming back from rugby training um, on the bike and I didn't know I was like I'm already in too deep so I was like what do I do so I just I dropped three octaves to make myself sound manlier so I was like four forever I was like what and then I just kept running like and in my head I was like you're an idiot Podge you're an absolute idiot just just keep running it was, it just oh, didn't, it, it didn't help. I just, so like, I wish I listened to like those songs in my room to myself, but unfortunately I don't. Like I listen to like loyal, like I, I'm a big like rap fan maybe, uh, like Loyal Karner or like Old Chance the Rapper or, or even Grimes. I listen to that in my room, but when I'm out in public, I just go for the, the real like, you know, high bitched kind of songs that you wouldn't really <laughs> someone singing out in public. What, what are your, like, what would you consider guilty pleasures for music? Um, I suppose like not even you know, something that you're embarrassed to listen to, but more so maybe that like, you'd have it on so you know, so often, like do you know a song that you play like all day for two weeks and you're like, yes, yes like that, that kind of thing. So yeah, for me at the moment it's um and this isn't a guilty pleasure at all, just the fact that it's like embarrassing how much I listen to his music, but Keen Kavanagh, like he's Irish as well. Yeah, I just can't stop. I'm like I can't sing. <laughs> so, <laughs> I'm not even going to try to attempt. Drop, drop three octaves. Yeah. Drop three octaves. Just and try. run. Just leg it. Uh, I'm looking yeah. at you here. Uh, July, Noah Cyrus. That was on for a couple of weeks. And then Phoebe Bridges. I've been listening to loads of... I'm trying to do a thing where I listen to a new album every day. And like, it doesn't have to be like a, like a, you know, a, a modern album. It can be anything. Uh, so I've listened to like, a few Bridges, Claire Owen, and, and um, I'm on Nirvana now, which is very different to, to yeah. Claire Owen, Phoebe Bridges. But um, yeah, I've been like, listening to her a good bit. I don't know why. I'm always like, you know, sad boy songs. I'm like, oh, no. <laughs> Break. On the bus hey. song, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's um, very bad because uh, me and my brother share a Spotify account and he's big into his music he's a bit of a music snob like he's he likes uh, he likes what he likes like so I have my shower playlist and like in the shower you're listening to bops because you're putting on a concert obviously like yeah. clearly so like I get shamed to the last and he keeps deleting my playlist so there's Aww. like a there's kind of like a, a war going on in the Spotify oh I tell you I delivered I know yeah someone's playlist that's yeah Oh, I know. I, 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 I have cheek. 
I have um I have a I have a girlfriend and a boyfriend. Um can you hear me? Yeah, no, we can. Yeah, you have a girlfriend and a boyfriend. I have a girlfriend and a boyfriend. Uh, it's actually my best friend from home and his girlfriend, but they're they're both mine. We actually <laughs> I own them. So I own them. Well they technically own me. I'm like a dog that won't leave. They fed me once and now I'm just keeping oh. them back. Uh, they actually it was when we certainly during first lockdown, you know, I was with them all the time and then um you know, with them like from the start of the day to the end, and then Muller, his name, his mom would be like, "Oh, geez, you're always together." And then you know, one day I was sitting on the couch with them, and she's like, "Geez, you'll be in the bed with them next." And then like two weeks later, <laughs> I was actually in the bed with them watching the film, and she she walked in, and it was that kind of like I think the joke was done for her. It was like, <laughs> oh, um, but she she was logged into my Spotify for for a while, and and I used to always go in, and like she she'd be a bit like you know, Abba, like yeah, Abba. Uh, I'm trying to think what, like, what genre would you put Abba in? Like, like disco? I suppose so. Yeah. Or would they be 80s? Am I sure? 80s. Yeah, like 80s. Yeah. I, I think, yeah. So, so that, that kind of, I love how we were all like, oh. oh <laughs> we're on there. Um, yeah. yeah, so she'd be a big fan of that. And, and I'd go in and she'd be listening to it. And, and like, I wouldn't want to listen to that. Um, and <laughs> for like about a minute, we'd have like an, a row, but via Spotify, like I'd be playing it. And then like she'd start playing something. And, I'd, and she'd be like, you are now listening on Seifer's phone. And I'd be like, oh no. <laughs> and then I'd come up with her phone. You're now listening on Hodge's phone. The height um, of passive aggression. Yeah, and then I'd have to like pull the, it's my Spotify. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Which is really childish. Oh, no. <laughs> Doing a reverse. Yeah, so that, I think that, that would be, be, be my guilty pleasure. Probably like, like sad indie would be what, what, I, what I like to listen to. Or, I'm a really big fan of Grime as well for working out. So I haven't listened to Grime in quite some time. Um, <laughs> like us all, like us all. Speak, okay, so in terms of like guilty pleasures, right? Um, <clears throat> hi, welcome back to the Guilty Pleasure Podcast. With Bob. Yeah. <laughs> uh, in terms of like guilty pleasures and talk about like because your show's guest is guest focused and my show's guest focused as well who would be like your guilty pleasure guest that we've had on or that we want to have on that you'd, wa- that you'd want on so like who's like your guilty pleasure like celebrity or like your guilty pleasure you know Trisha Page do you oh. watch the Frenemies um, podcast I, I, just... I watched the highlights it is lethal she's so funny I don't even watch them I just seen videos of her and and like she used to be in the vlog squad like i, I would be a big yeah. david dobrik fan and i just think she'd be absolutely hilarious and, would, and yeah. like, i feel like i would be i feel like i would lose brain cells talking <laughs> to her <laughs> well who's the who's who would you love to have on that isn't a guilty pleasure Gra- uh, graham norton definitely like graham oh wait norton. that's actually that's a quick fire round question so yeah we actually <laughs> start over <laughs> <laughs> Fire round. Uh-huh. <laughs> we have a quick fire round. Oh. Right. So you have to answer these really quick, hence the quick fire round. So just top your head, top your head. Now there's only five, but anyways, it's great. So anyway, <clears throat> what's your what's your favorite podcast besides your own? Oh Jesus. Besides the Good <laughs> Pleasure podcast. Um, <laughs> oh David McWilliams podcast. Right. That one before, um, but I, that was actually like I, I don't I didn't know who I listened to. That was actually my like I wasn't trying to you know be like oh David McWilliams because economics yeah. that's the only one I actually listen to regularly. Why am I explaining myself? Stop, Podge. Go on. <laughs> we'll come back to it. We'll come back to it. <laughs> Ultimate podcast guest. Graham Norton. Favorite guest so far? Um, maybe Tony Cantwell. Yeah, class. Um, night owl or early bird? Oh, night owl. Yeah. Yeah. And if you were stuck on a desert island, what three things would you bring with you? I'd have to bring one of them and have to be my best friend scopes. Whether I want to or not, I feel like people would think I've got like you know, people would think there's something wrong with me if I don't bring them. 
him, I'd probably bring, like, in terms of, like, if I brought my phone, like, is it charged? Um, I suppose, yeah, yeah. yeah go on, go on. It counts, like. Thanks, yeah. I appreciate, I, I appreciate <laughs> you charging my phone before you bring me to a desert island. <laughs> no How <problem>. kind of you. <laughs> okay, yeah. Uh, scopes, maybe, uh, my phone, and probably a guitar. No, eclectic. Like, I, I, I presume there's food in the island. Like I'm not gonna, like, I'm not gonna be, I'm not an idiot for well, not. You'll like, be hunting food. your own food. I'll tell you that. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. spear in the ocean, trying to get your fish. And it's just that's what the guitar is for. It's like start. It's actually uh, oh. Inishbjog is the island. So uh, that's the island you're, you're on. <laughs> An umbrella. <laughs> okay, well that was that was the quick firing question. Anyway, very long winded, but um, thank you so much, Pat, for coming on. It's been absolutely great. You've been fantastic as a guest. You're just as good a guest as a host. So thank you. Before we go, um, if people that, I mean, probably everyone already follows you, but anyone that doesn't, if you just want to tell them like where they can follow you or what's going on with your life at the moment. I would uh, suggest <laughs> Tinder apparently is probably the easiest place to get in touch with me. <laughs> uh, I would suggest probably my podcast, the podcast, or like Instagram. Instagram is probably the, the, the go-to maybe at the moment, Podge Henry. Quite an easy name because all my social handles are just Podge Henry. So mm-hmm. jump, just basically. Egocentric mania. <laughs> there, there you go. There, it just all comes full circle. All comes full circle. It's like we planned it. <laughs> but uh, no, so they'll get you on the Tinder and they'll get you on the Instagram and Twitter as well. So who's, who's they? <laughs> they'll come after you. They'll get you, whether you want to or not. Yeah, so thank you for coming on. Guys, thanks so much for having me. It was really fun. Thank you so much for listening to this week's episode of the Guilty Pleasures podcast. We're back in full swing now and we'll be uploading a new episode every Sunday evening and we've some really exciting guests lined up so be sure to stay tuned in. If you like this episode, we would love to hear from you. You can get in touch with us on Instagram at the Guilty Pleasures podcast or Twitter at the Guilty P-L-E-A-S 2 and that's the number 2. Or you can leave us a review on Apple Podcast. But that's it from us for now. We'll catch you again next week. Thank you.